offers, that kind of thing. We'll just generalize it just in a, man, if, if you're a seller looking to, to potentially sell, what is your best tips and tricks from Red Sign Team on what I should do to get my home ready? Let's do it. We're, uh, we're, we're hot. The microphones are hot. Does it sound good in your ear holes? Yep. My ear holes sound your good. Your ear holes. <laughs> your ear holes sound good. Your voice sounds Please good. Please put that in there. Put the ear holes. <laughs> All righty. <clears throat> All right, let's welcome everybody back to a brand new episode of the Red Sign Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Hollifield, with my co-host, Cody Thorpe. How are yes. you doing, Cody? I'm doing good. How it are is, you, Chris? I, dude, I am doing good. It is, uh, the sun is shining. It's uh, it's hard to believe, though, that uh, summer's kind of winding down. I know. Well, actually, I don't know. We probably shouldn't be talking about stuff like that. If this is, let, well, let's restart. I won't mention this just because this is going to be going in the... Okay. In the like more uh, winter time, uh, yeah, like uh, summer's winding yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Suckers we, we won't like go, that we won't snow go, store. We won't go there. We won't go there. I like to banter sometimes a little bit at the beginning, but uh, not with this episode. We won't go there. So, all right, let's welcome everybody back to a brand new episode of the Red Sign Podcast. I'm your host Chris Hollifield with my co-host Cody Thorpe. How you doing, Cody? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you, Chris? Fantastic. Excited to uh, record. We're in the Red Sign uh, Podcast Studios here at KW Westfield. And uh, we got a fun episode that we're going to be recording. Um, all the episodes are fun. I don't know why I always start that way. This is going to be a fun episode, <laughs> Cody, but uh, it really will. I, I think this is a good episode that I think people and, and agents as well, um, you know, anybody will benefit from listening to this podcast even multiple times to uh, refer to it. Uh, we're going to be talking about getting your home ready to get it on the market. Tips and tricks where you can, uh, you know, put money if if you do want to spend some money uh, fixing up your home. But most of all, just really getting your home ready. Kind of, kind of uh, like Cody and I were chatting a little bit before we hit record, like getting it model home ready. You know, and a lot of people don't yep. know, like, what what do I do to get there? Yeah, that's a question we all get uh, as a team. We just get con- it's a common question yeah. that comes from sellers, you know, because as you prepare to sell your home, the big thing is that you want to maximize the sell of that home. Okay. And so sometimes it's maximizing the sell some, uh, for price. Sometimes it's you want to sell quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes it's just straight convenience. So those are usually the three things that we chat through with sellers is what is most important. But for us as a team, no matter what's most important, you know, if you say, hey, it's just how quick it is and the convenience side of it, it's not necessarily price. Just know as a team, like we're still dedicated to try to maximize the return on your investment because that's ultimately what a home is. It's it's an investment. You have put money into it. You're hoping that by loving and caring for it and by the market continuing to go up, that uh, that equity is going to grow and you're going to be able to make money and be able to roll that into another home and, and do different things with it. And so today we really wanted to focus on, you know, what can we do, like you said, specifically to get my home ready. And so um, I think as you listen to this, if you can imagine, I think most people, most of us have all been through some sort of model home, parade home. And that's one of the lenses that I think if as a seller, if you can just imagine, you know, walking into that model home and how neat and clean and tidy everything is, and you, it just is so welcoming and you can imagine you being in there or kids or grandkids running around and you look out the back and you can just imagine backyard barbecues and just, you know, and that's really the goal that you want when you sell your home is to prepare it in such a way that 
everybody, when they walk through, it's clean, it's tidy, and they feel welcome and they can imagine themselves being in that house. They can imagine their life being created there. Yep. And, uh, I mean, thus the, the three D's, I mean, is, is typically where we start a lot, a lot of times when we're meeting with people to go through, you know, listing their home, uh, which I think is, is probably the most kind of the, 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 the simplest, easiest place to start with getting your home ready. And that's just, you know, depersonalizing, decluttering and deep cleaning. I mean, focus on at least those three things. I mean, would you agree there, Cody? Correct. And uh, I mean, should we kind of go through those three D's really quick? I mean, depersonalizing, that kind of goes back to what Cody was saying with allowing people to visualize them living there. And a lot of times people have a hard time doing that when there's photos of family photos up on the wall or uh, certain, you know, knickknacks that represent that individual. It's kind of hard to be like, well, you know, I'm not really into NASCAR here, you know, so it's kind of hard to visualize it with this amazing NASCAR collection, you know? So yeah, everybody's got, you know, everybody has those wonderful things and, and it's not that you have to, but again, it makes a big difference. Uh, when you walk into a model home, it's very, uh, vanilla things that are on the walls. You know, they just have, there isn't, they're not, they're not personalized, you know, it's very vanilla things. And there's a reason for that. Um, because you just you just never know somebody's thoughts, opinions, and different things, and so you know you, you just don't ever want to tear somebody away from not wanting to buy the house because you have a picture of something that they don't agree with or they don't appreciate or you know like and so the more you can do that and and I've had I've had experiences with listings where you know I I had one where man they just farmhouse antique they loved so like yeah. every inch of the house was just covered which is awesome if that's which is their cool thing because they love it it's their house but to maximize the sell of the house that was a conversation we had to have to say you know I I I can appreciate all of this that you that you for sure love and but for us to really maximize we we are going to have to take that down I would recommend that and again that's up to the seller to do that or not but it is something that I recommend. I also had a buyer where we went into a home like that and it had been sitting on the market. They couldn't sell it. It was a townhome end unit. And uh, man, we ended up getting a smoking deal on the place because I told them, I said, look, when all this stuff comes down, there'll be some nail holes. We can fix that up. Like it won't be the end of the world. And I know right now it just feels overwhelming and really cluttery. But I promise we can get a deal on it. Is it because they did didn't because they depersonalize didn't it, it or yeah, declutter they, 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 it? They, well, both. They didn't depersonalize or or declutter. And so there was just the home had again so much stuff on the walls and, and just things all over. And so we ended up being able to get an end unit. And I ended up buying. I had two clients at the time buying in the same location. So we bought a middle unit and an end unit. I got like five percent less for an end unit, which yeah. is usually more money to buy an end unit townhome. And I got the seller to kick us a bunch of concessions when the market was a little bit crazier. And it worked out where we got a better deal on a better unit, knowing that once all that came down, I just had to help my buyer see the vision. And so that's why it's so important as a seller, depersonalizing, decluttering. And again, so even when you walk into a bedroom, sometimes you've got big dressers and things. The more you can get rid of things out of rooms. And again, that model home feel when you walk in and it's just very simple. You know, you've got your couch, you may have a side table and maybe a lamp, you know, you've got. It'll make it bigger. It'll make it feel bigger. Yep. Yep. The photos look better. Um, So those are two really important things when getting the home. I mean, so often I'll be looking online on the, uh, you know, utahrealestate.com and I'm looking at homes and I'm just like, 
Wow, they could have really got rid of some of that clutter. And yep. that, uh, and I mean, I, you know, here I understand, right? A lot of times people are like, well, I don't know where to go. I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to, you know, lose it. Where to, you know, it might come down to renting a storage unit or something like that, which is a, which is a really easy, simple, in my opinion. Correct. Because I mean, go get a storage unit for a couple of months. I mean, you don't have yep. to do it for a long time. Yep. A couple hundred bucks, 500 bucks versus thousands and thousands of dollars and selling for more money. The other one too is just as a, as a tip is sometimes it's helpful just to, to recognize that it doesn't hurt you when you've got tons of stuff in your garage, knowing that you're moving and you're going to be, you know, you're selling your house. So idea, boxing yeah. things up and having a space or, you know, stacking boxes up and just preparing for the move also as a place. So if you're not wanting to get a storage unit and spend the money, just boxing things up and putting them in the garage can be another place where most of the time buyers can recognize that garages are usually can, can be a lot of times they have stuff in them. They're not as neat and tidy, but that's another place. If you're not wanting to spend the money, put it in the garage, Just get it out of the house. So the photos show better and put it there. Do you think though that, I mean, obviously a garage, like you said, people realize you're going to move and, and, and whatnot, but don't you think it's help? I mean, you don't want to overcrowd a garage though either. Right. I would think. Yeah, it depends on the situation. But those are usually my two recommendations is one, first, always just get a storage. Okay. You got a lot of stuff. Let's get into storage. Let's pay a couple months. Let's spend 500 bucks knowing that we are going to for sure maximize the return uh, by doing that. And if not, then the other option is let's start boxing some things up. And it really just depends on how much the client has to box up and to to put away. So, uh, so those are really two important things. The other one is deep cleaning, you know? So I think most people can, can, think back to a time where they went over to a house or been in a house that's pretty dirty or, uh, and so one of the questions, a lot of, you know, you'll, you'll get asked from the red sign team when, when you meet with us to sell your house is on a scale of one to 10, how honest can I be with you? Yeah. Because our goal is we don't want to offend anyone. We really don't. We love our clients. We love working with people, but we also want to be really transparent, you know? And so if there's a funny smell in the house, if there's just things that need to be cleaned, we, we want to, in a loving way, try to bring those up because when we start having showings and we get to the market, what we're trying to do is we're trying to foresee some of the feedback and some of the things that a buyer may say or want to change about a home. And we're trying to get those things taken care of before we even get there. And that's our true goal with bringing some of those things up sometimes is to say, look, I think we should clean this. I think we should maybe do something with maybe a smell that's there. Cause I think buyers are going to recognize that. And that's going to be something that we get feedback on. Well, a lot of times sellers don't even realize yep. smells because they're in it all day. And it's nothing. I mean, every, everybody, we all have our unique smell. Correct. Really? I mean, no, no offense, you know? Correct. Uh, so that's a big part of it. The cleaner you can get it. And so sometimes depending on the home, you know, having, having paying a couple hundred bucks to have it professionally clean can be really helpful. Um, because like I said, it just, when you walk into the home, you've depersonalized you've, you've decluttered and you've deep cleaned people walk in and you can, it smells good. It looks good. And you imagine yourself there. So bake some cookies. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a, that's a big part of it. And so that's, yeah. that's one, uh, those are a couple of things as you prepare for it. Some of the other things too, uh, as we look at there's NAR, uh, every year. So it's a big national, uh, real estate. They come out with, with, uh, essentially a, a report every year where they will take data and they're looking at, all right, what is the most, uh, where's the best area for me to put money into if I was to do some, do, to do some repairs? That's another question sometimes we get asked is, should I remodel the kitchen? Should I completely redo my bathroom? Should I change all the carpet in the house? You know, should I, should I do the roof? Should I, 
these are questions we get asked sometimes. And so sometimes the, the question really comes down to, if I spend the money as a seller, will I recoup that money back? You know, will I make more money by putting money in? And as we look through this report every single year as a team, there's really not that many things that you're going to actually get your money back dollar for dollar or actually get an increase in the money that you spend. And so as I like, uh, as we look at the interior, there's really only one thing as they, as they've run this report that if you have hardwood floors and you refinish them, they expect, you know, you put a dollar in, you should get a dollar 50 back. Mm. You know, so you're going to make 50% on, on the money that you put into it by doing that. Uh, it's a cosmetic fix. And so the other thing to think about though, and, and there's, there's kind of a, there's, I guess a catch to this because there is a lot of things where you're not going to completely get your money back. But when I go back to the original, the original question of what's most important, is it price? Is it, is it uh, convenience? Is it speed? Uh, sometimes we have to put money into a property knowing we're not going to get all the money back out because we we're motivated or we have a seller that needs to sell and we need to get the home more turnkey uh, so we get more buyers looking at the property to make sure that we can sell it in a timely manner so that we can accomplish the goal that our seller has. Well, I think we've even chatted about that on the podcast. I mean, people, you know, they, they, they a lot of times just want to move into a, a move in ready home. Yep. You know? And yep. so, so that's, you know. And it really becomes, it, it, it depends on kind of the market that we're in, you know, yeah. obviously there's warmer markets, there's cooler markets for sellers. And so it really depends on the market you're in. And that's why it's important to work with an agent who knows the market, knows the, the best things or the best bang for your buck, if you will when it comes to doing some repairs and updating a few things. Uh, but again, most of the time, uh, we as a team, we still do lean in towards, can we, can we, can we tackle those three D's, get it photo worthy and get it on there. If it's in pretty good shape, most of the time you usually don't need to do a ton of stuff. Do you want to talk about any of the repairs that are worthwhile doing, or would you rather not touch on that on this episode? I mean, well, I think it's a lot of times it's little stuff, you yeah. know, so little things matter. So, and I, and what I say to that is it comes down to cosmetic stuff, you know, okay. little light fixtures in the bathroom, you know, uh, faucets in the kitchen, handles on the kitchen cabinets, some of these little teeny things that don't cost a ton. And sometimes a lot of homeowners can tackle themselves, make a big difference for photos. You know, one of the big things too, I think it's a big turnoff is when you walk into a home for a buyer and they've got five, six, seven different paint colors. Okay. Mm. So again, the more generalized, when you walk into a model home, usually it's pretty vanilla. Usually you've got one color that's throughout the whole, whole home. And, uh, that can be a big turnoff for people because some people just, can't, they don't want to tackle it. They don't have the money to pay a painter to come in and take the bright green or bright pink off of the walls. And so those are things like it doesn't cost a ton of money for a homeowner to go get a couple of gallons of paint, spend a Saturday or two and tackle painting a room because, you know, son or daughter, or for whatever reason, they just wanted that room to be a bright color. Again, for photos, those can be easy tackles of projects to do that will help you sell the home for more money and for faster and doesn't usually cost a ton of money to do. So it's just a lot of those little things. Little things. Yeah. yeah. And again, it goes back to, de you know, depersonalizing. Again, yep. the bright colors, that's your personality, not the future buyer's personality. Correct. So outside, I would I would bring that up too, because that's a question just like, what do we do on the outside? Curb appeal is a big deal, Chris. Curb appeal is a big deal. Keep that lawn mowed. Yeah, keep it green, keep it mowed. You know, sometimes we've got to go throw some mulch out around those flower beds and spruce them up a little bit, pull some weeds, um, wash the outside of the house or the garage door may be dirty. You know, some of those things can for sure be a big 
Uh, and again, those those three Ds still apply. You know, trying to trying to get rid of things as much as you can, and make sure that when someone pulls up, that it just looks good. The photos look good from from the street because that matters. As far as uh, repairs or doing a bunch of stuff on the outside, the one thing out of the that NAR report was doing the roof dollar for dollar. Usually got dollar for dollar back. So you go put ten or fifteen grand into your roof. Usually you're going to secure the value of your home or make sure that you get that money back out. Because if the roof's at end of life, most of the time through an inspection report, that's going to be a big concern. And so it's going to cost you money usually in that negotiation stage uh, because it's at the end of life. And in some loan situations, sometimes you can't get a loan to the closed table with a roof that's at end of life because of that. And so the roof can sometimes be a big deal. And so if you're if you know your roof's having some issues and you're worried about it, and it's only got a couple years left, that may be an area we may want to look at before we get it on the market, uh, potentially. Again, but that's why I would speak to the agent. Let's talk about it. Let's look at it. Sometimes we can have a, a center roofer out there and get what they call a roof cert, so we can have a roofer look at it and certify that it's got so many years left in it and do some small maintenance on it to prep it too before we go to market. So sometimes, like I said, there's some good small things that we can tackle uh, and prepare before we actually get to market with that. But exterior is always a big one. People love wanting to make, they want to make sure their house looks good for the road. It's got to look good. <laughs> got to look good. Up. First impressions, man, right? When you pull up, I mean, it, that's how it is with everything, right? You know? Yep. So, yep. well, I think these are good uh, tips and advice for people to, you know, take in and listen to and, and uh, you know, kind of as they move forward, whether they're thinking of selling in the future, things that they could start working on or, you know, whether they're going to, maybe they're going to be listing in two weeks, you know, it's like, uh, th- this is good advice. And then, you know, obviously, you know, on the, on the day of the photo, you know, you want to take, uh, you know, a- extra, extra, uh, Correct. care of everything and make sure everything's picked up. Yeah. I was going to say, our goal is just kind of twofold. I mean, we kind of give some homework assignments to homeowners of like, Hey, yeah. consider these doing these things. Let's get that done. What does that timeline look like? Because then you turn on the red sign marketing machine is yeah. the goal for us. And so we want a professional photographer out there. We're going to crush the photos. We're going to get ads going out. We've got That's why Facebook. your phone's got your, your phone, your home. It's yeah, it's got to look, look good. good. Yeah. It's look good. We want to maximize it. The day and age we live at, live uh, nowadays is everything is on our cell phone. Everybody's yeah. clicking through photos. They're on Zillow. They're on Realtor.com. My hope is that they're looking at redsign.com uh, and looking through photos, checking out houses and that is their first impression. And so we want to maximize and do our best job of getting the best, uh, the most amount of eyes on your property when we hit the market, because those first couple of weeks are vital. And so there's a couple of things when tips and tricks, when I go professional photos must don't sell your home and have an agent that's taking photos from their cell phone. I know iPhones are great. They've got great cameras. Phones are great nowadays. Take professional photos are night and day difference. Okay. So when you use red sign, that's a big deal for us. Um, and then, like I said, also when we go in, it's also looking at, you know, there's sometimes there's potential where if the home is vacant, we may, we may consider staging it. That may be something. So if you're planning on moving out of your house and it's going to be completely empty, sometimes photos look really good when they've got some nice furniture in it. So again, people can imagine being in the home. So that's something to consider that we can help. And, uh, we've got some great contacts, contacts for that too. Um, but then, like I said, when once we've got photos back, we turn on the red sign marketing machine and we've got ads going up and we're trying to push people to the open house. And the goal for us is to get as much traffic as possible those first couple of weeks. And so the last thing I probably would hit on, Chris, is just the how important it is, no matter the market, pricing, pricing, pricing. You've got to price your home competitively 
no matter the market, because that ultimately is what gets people to, to look at the house. And I say that because all of a sudden you price too high and we're on the market too long. One of the things that people look at more than price usually is days on, or is days days on, on market. Days and that's why market. those first two weeks is so important. And I know we've talked about it on the podcast. Yep. I mean, I get it. People want to maximize the price, but it's like you got to get that price right that first two weeks. Yep. You know. It's always a big conversation piece. So we do, we really do our agents spend a lot of time in the data trying to present when we meet with you. If you call us and say, look, I'm considering selling my house. What is it worth? Give us a call. We'd love to sit down with you. Let's go over numbers. Let's see what the, those little projects are going to look like. But like I said, we want to make sure we maximize the return. And by doing that, pricing is a big deal. It's super important to price the home out the gates uh, because once those days on market go ticking up more than the average, then you get buyers a little, uh, they get a little worried. They wonder if there's something wrong with it. And it, and it really, there's a lot of times I've, I've experienced it. It's, there's nothing wrong with the home. We just, we didn't price it right. And, and so know that when we come and you sit down with Red Sign team, that is a, we're going to, we're going to nail it. Yeah. I believe in our agents. We'll nail the pricing and uh, we'll get our sellers to do some of these homework, little home repairs, a little DIY, and then uh, let Red Sign do our thing and let us just take care of it and let us get you to the close table. If you have any questions about any of these uh, things that Cody and I discussed, give us a call. 801 Red Sign is our uh, number, redsign.com. Uh, you can also reach out to uh, your favorite agent. Yep. On the on the Red Sign uh, team, which you can just go to redsign.com and click on the uh, Who We Are tab, and that has all the uh, the team members right there. So you have all their contact information right there. But uh, we also got events coming up. We got stuff coming up uh, in the future. So always uh, reach out, and and if we don't have your email address, make sure we have your current email address and and all that good contact information because we want to make sure to to uh, get you the invites for any giveaways or events that we got coming up in the future. So anything else you want to add, Cody, before we just give us a follow. And yeah. uh, I hope this episode's helpful uh, as you prepare to sell your home. If you're ever wondering, you know, as you're preparing to, to, to consider that, take a listen. Hopefully this helps you out. And again, reach out to your favorite Red Sign agent because we as a team, we love helping people and we love selling houses. Awesome. See you guys on the next episode. Take care.